You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Hour 2 of Real Presence Live. We're glad to be with you this morning. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon Clark, joined by... Good morning. Uh, This is John Clark. John Clark. We finished up our first hour. Some great conversations, one with Bishop Richard Pates of the Diocese of Crookston about the perfect fit campaign. And we just finished up talking with Caitlin Ripplinger about the culture project and how they go out and visit with middle school and high school students about human dignity and sexual integrity. So both wonderful interviews will be up later today on the podcast page on the website. It will also be available on the Real Presence Radio app. And I do want to encourage you, if you're enjoying these conversations, right? We had Caitlin on. She's from Jamestown, North Dakota. She's going to be heading out to Pennsylvania and doing missionary work, talking and and visiting with kids about things like this. We have Bishop Richard Pates, who has been all over the country. You know, he was in the Archdiocese and then went to Des Moines, Joliet as Apostolic Minister, now here in Crookston. We have all of these wonderful people who come into our lives who we get to talk about here on Real Presence Live. So if you're really enjoying this and you think that it's something that uh, you would like to continue to listen to, I, continue, I, I encourage you to tune in each day. We have Real Presence Live Monday through Friday with Encores on Saturday. And I would encourage you to invite a friend. There are so many great things here. You know, and I can't listen every single day, but on Saturdays, I just tune in and, and just let it run all morning. And you get each day's show, or each day, each day's show for the week. So Absolutely. And, and as I mentioned, if you do miss a show, you can go back at any point and listen mm-hmm. to the podcast. And so it's so accessible and the information, the people, the stories are just wonderful. So next time you listen, I encourage you to invite a friend Tell them to tune in and listen because you won't find anything like this anywhere else on the radio. These uplifting, these positive stories, these faith-based stories with people like Caitlin Bishop Richard Pates and now our next guest, Tammy Palmer. Tammy is a wonderful person and she is so filled with faith. She's from Cook, Minnesota, and we are excited to visit with her about a saint who is just a powerhouse of prayer And she was a wife and a mother, and so many women listening this morning are also wives and mothers, and I think we can learn a few things from this particular saint. So, first of all, let's welcome in Tammy. Good morning, Tammy. Good morning. How are you this morning? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Maybe you could just begin by talking a little bit about yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself for our listeners. Oh, sure. Like you said, I I live in Cook, Minnesota, and I attend... St. Mary's Catholic Church. I'm married to an amazing, my amazing husband of 37 years. I have two beautiful grown, grown children, and I'm blessed with 10 beautiful grandchildren. Mm, wonderful. Yes. Now, you have a particular devotion to a very special saint, one who we kind of teased that we would talk about because we are currently here at Real Presence Radio doing a novena to her. Can you tell us who she is and talk a little bit about what she means to you? Oh, I certainly can. It's St. Monica, Um beautiful saint. I just learned about her about three years ago. And there's just so much beauty in this woman, um, especially for mothers and families. I think we can all learn from St. Monica. 
um, just her her story uh, is just fascinating to me. And I think one of the biggest things that sticks out to me about St. Monica is not only her prayer life and devotion to the Lord, but but also raising her children. I want to make sure that they are, are raised in the Christian faith. And what this woman endured in her family life is unbelievable, but it also shows us what she went through are similar to what many women and families are going through in today's world, and I find that very fascinating. And I think we should all pray to St. Monica, and I can explain a few things that she has gone through in her life, and just a little history, if you don't mind. Um, she was born in what is now called Nigeria in 331 AD and died in 387. She married a Roman pagan at an early age, and he was extremely violent. Um, he had a violent temper. He led an adulterous life and was very annoyed by Monica's alms and prayer life. She constantly prayed and led by example to him, and it led to his conversion, which is just amazing to me. And her husband was baptized the year before his death when Monica was only 40 years of age. And Monica had three beautiful children, two sons and a daughter. Um, they were Augustine, Navagius, and Perpetua. She um, strived to get the best education she could for her children at that time. And her greatest desire was for her children to follow Christ, which I think is something that we all want tonight, children. She definitely consecrated herself to the Lord. She lived a life of um, prayer and charity. Her oldest son, who we now know as St. Augustine, one of the greatest scholars of all time and a doctor of our church. However, growing up, he took on um, pretty similar habits of his father, which weren't pleasing to Monica. It led her to a lot of anxiety and stress and she continued to pray to the Lord for her son and for his conversion, and that happened in 376. And he was baptized in Milan and Easter Vigil in 387. And following that, I believe it was just a couple months later, Monica um, died of, after nine days of a severe fever in Ostia, Italy. And she was buried there in Ostia, however, she was later transferred to the Basilica of St. Agostino in Rome. And the feast day is this Friday, August 27th. That is, uh, that's, she's a true model of perseverance and prayer. You know, so often um, in today's world, we have a tendency to uh, pray and, and hope. Uh, but not pray and pray and pray and pray and don't give up prayer. Um, when Tell us a little bit about when you were first introduced to St. Monica. Well, it was about three years ago. My former priest, Father Nick Nelson, encouraged his parishioners uh, to learn more about the saints. And I quickly became very intrigued with the saints and picked up a book on St. Monica. And it was one of those books that I was so fascinated in that I could hardly put it down. And from that day on, I began praying to St. Monica, asking for her intercession. And, uh, yeah, I can explain a little bit of my connection with St. Monica and her life. 
Yeah, before I do that, I just want to let listeners yeah. know that we're visiting with Tammy Palmer. She is a wife and a mother from Cook, Minnesota, up there in the Iron Range. And we're talking about St. Monica. We heard a little bit about St. Monica's life and just her incredible perseverance in prayer. It's, it's truly amazing. You know, before we talk about your experiences, I, I wonder if you could just men- talk a little bit about that, that beautiful perseverance that she had. I, I think sometimes, you know, when I pray and pray and pray, just trying to work through an individual struggle and I don't, I can get downhearted a little bit. Like, you know, is this ever going to leave? Am I, am I ever going to be able to work through this? And I can't imagine having a, a husband and a son like Augustine who yeah, just, it seems like they would be lost causes, right? But she exactly. continued to pray. Talk a little bit about that, Tammy. Well, like, like I said, prayer is so important. I think of the three P's, I call it with St. Monica, prayer, patience, and perseverance. And I, I think she nailed all of them. And I have learned myself to pray a lot and have a lot of patience and persevere through all my trials and sufferings. And one example I can give that I share with St. Monica is my husband was not brought up in the, in the Catholic faith at all. And it was three years ago at the age of 61 through prayer for well, 33 years that he became Catholic. And um, I'm just, you know, it's one of those things that you continue to pray and pray and don't get discouraged. Always have hope. And for me, it was 33 years. For St. Monica, it was 17 years for her son. And, um, God truly is listening to us. And sometimes it's quickly. Sometimes we have to wait a long time. But prayers are always answered. And never give up. St. Monica is is uh, a special person for 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 the mothers who have wayward uh wayward, uh, you know, sons and daughters or husbands, just as, as you're saying. Um, but mm-hmm. she's also a patroness for a number of others. In fact, I was looking, reading up on her a little bit, and I'm going, boy, she's just like a St. Joseph. St. Joseph is just a, he's really a patron for so many causes. But here's St. Monica that parents and mothers and fathers can turn to her for so many things. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about, or tell us a little bit about some of the, the, the things that, uh, that she's a patroness of? Well, I know she is the patron of saints of domestic abuse and families, um, pretty much anything family-related. You can turn to uh, St. Monica, um, patron saint of the unborn child. Her love for children is there. Um, gosh, I can't, can't think of all of them. But like you said, the same as St. Joseph, there's so many, so many areas that you can pray to St. Monica for. She's just an amazing woman with so many. One of the um, things that stuck out to me was that, um, from a perseverance standpoint, there's a lot of people suffering from alcoholism, mm. yeah, and a lot yeah. of a lot of families that are affected by that. And Saint Monica's a patroness for alcoholics, and and so perseverance is needed to to battle through that and to get through that with with Jesus and and with Saint Monica. 
Absolutely. We do need to head to a break here, but stay with us because we will continue on the other side with Tammy talking a little bit more about those 33 years as she prayed for her husband to come into the Catholic faith. By the grace of God, he did enter into the church, which is fantastic. But we want to dive a little more into those 33 years (laughs) and talk about that prayer, that patience and perseverance, as well as the advice that Tammy might have for those listening who have family members who have fallen away from the Catholic faith. I know many of us have somebody or several people, and so we want to talk a little bit about that. I know that is a, a burden that, that, as I was mentioning, many of us carry. So stay with us. We'll continue this conversation right after these messages. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Do you want to make sure Real Presence Radio continues to receive your support in perpetuity? This can now be accomplished by establishing an individual endowment account in your name with a minimum gift of $10,000. A distribution will be made annually in your name to assure future generations will continue to hear the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ through the mission of Real Presence Radio. To learn more about establishing an individual endowment for Real Presence Radio, a gift which will last in perpetuity, please call me, Mike Kidrowski, at 701-290-4503. State tax credits may apply in some states. Let's get started. This is Father Anthony Craig from the Diocese of Duluth. I really want to thank my parents today for giving me the faith of Jesus Christ and teaching me the ways of prayer, praying over us uh, when we were sick, showing us uh, self-sacrifice. My father actually was a deacon, a permanent deacon in the church, and he would bring us along as kids, because there were six of us kids, and he would bring us along to hospital visits or to work in the food shelf and doing all these various things for people in the community. And I learned ways of serving others through that, through watching my dad. And then my mom, she also was very self-sacrificial of herself. She wore the same pair of tennis shoes for about 10 years to show us that she didn't care about herself as much as the rest of us. And we got new shoes for every school year. We had all of what we needed and most of what we wanted. And the the Lord really provided a, a great example in my parents to show me the way to really Christian servitude and prepared me for the priesthood. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. If you stayed with us on Real Presence Live, it was a great decision because we're having a wonderful conversation with Tammy Palmer. She's a wife and a mother from Cook, Minnesota. She has a devotion to St. Monica. And before the break, we had talked about how she had prayed for 33 years for her husband to come into the Catholic faith. And three years ago, he did just that. And so she received that great blessing, great gift from the Lord. And I want to dive back in, Tammy. Thanks for staying with us. I want to dive back into this a little bit. 
you said St. Monica prayed for 17 years for St. Augustine. You prayed yes. for 33 years for your husband. That's incredible. And there's a couple of pieces I want to hit on that. First of all, can you just talk a little bit about that journey itself? Because I'm sure those 33 years, it wasn't, it wasn't all roses. You know, I'm sure there were challenges and different things like that. And the other piece I'd like to touch on is this idea of praying without expectation. Because there was no guarantee that at any point, he was going to come into the church. We have hope, right? But there's no guarantees in the outcome of our prayers because the Lord has his ways, which are far above our ways, which we understand and trust and have faith in. Correct. Well, my journey began when my children, my daughter was born. Um, I talked to my husband. I knew I wanted to go back into the church. I was not brought up. Catholic baptized, but not had no faith foundation whatsoever. So, as soon as my daughter was born, I started attending church, and it was at the age of thirty-five that I was actually con- confirmed and received all those sacraments myself. But it was important to me that our children be raised Catholic, and my husband was okay, fine, but you know you're going to have to do it yourself. I'm not going to church. It's up my heart, I said, okay, I have a support of raising our kids Catholic, so I began taking them to Mass every week, and I think it was through example that two over 33 years that he saw how important the Church, the Eucharist, the Lord was to me, but there were so many times um, when my children would say, well, why do we have to go to Mass if Dad is not going? You know, he never goes. And, yeah. And I... You know, just want my kept encouraging my my husband to have faith. You know, we have some every marriage has has trials and struggles, and you know, and through those, I said, I just got to trust in God, and but you have to have faith, and and you know, raising our children, the same thing. Um, just wanting him to see what I was seeing in the Lord and my journey and my own faith. I felt like he was missing out on so much, and so much with our children, although he would attend, you know, special events like their, their sacraments, the Christian, and their, their marriages, and um, as I got older and knew more about my faith, I even had that, that stronger desire to, to show by example my husband and what what the Lord is offering us, what we have, um, this, all the struggles, all the, you know, we started more communication, which was great, and some of our priests have been instrumental in, in my husband seeing that, um, you know, maybe this is okay. And then finally he, he decided he would just take a little look at the RCA program, no commitment. <laughs> Um, went through it and and he he decided then that yeah this is for me and I want to be a part of of the Catholic faith and with my family and it was beautiful but like I said I prayed for thirty three years and had no expectations from the Lord I just prayed that he would you know understand why faith is so important and um, 
that God is good in everything and that we need Him. Um, finally, you know, it, it happened, and to me it was a miracle because I, you know, 33 years is a long time, and to persevere and continue to pray um, just for His, you know, to have that faith and to start a journey that I did many years ago and to, to get that fulfillment that I have in the Lord, that He even started with just a piece of that, and he, he has grown so much in the last three years, and I'm so proud of him, and um, he's such a great example now to our children and our, grand, our grandchildren. So we are truly blessed. Praise Jesus. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. You know, um, to actually have your children see his journey and see your journey and kind of parallel really, really uh, must be just powerful. Oh, absolutely. At times during these 33 years, did you run into a fog or a, a challenge? Or was there, a, was there any time where you thought, this just isn't going to work? Yeah, there were many moments where it was like um, discouragement, I think. I was very discouraged at times and lost hope maybe a little bit. But then I would turn to scripture or turn to, you know, pray even harder at church and get myself back into where I needed to be and just continue to pray. But there were many days of um, discouragement and wondering if, actually, if this was all worth it because I I prayed so hard and so long for, for my husband and praise God that he where he is today in his faith journey. As you sit back and you reflect on those 33 years and obviously the great gift of your husband coming into the church and the example that he is now to your family, as you were mentioning, when you think about those who have this heavy burden on their hearts for having a family member who isn't in the church, who has walked away from the faith that they have been given, what would you say to them based on on your experience and recognizing the Lord is good, He is faithful? Well, I'm in that situation again myself, because after my son was uh, received his confirmation, he walked away from the church. Mm-hmm. It was very heartbreaking as a, as a mother. Sorry. We just strive to do the best we can. And like St. Monica, I go back to her and I pray. I pray to her for my intercessions. I pray to her for my son. And I guess just not to lose hope that maybe they're on a different journey right now. But if we continue to pray for our children or family members who are away from the church, God will answer those prayers. Um, we don't know when. We don't know how. But they still have faith. And we just need to continue to pray for them and draw them back into the church. And now you have your husband to pray with you. Absolutely. And you've yeah. seen what can happen over 33 years. <laughs> so, uh, yes. it, it, I can, you know, we can tell it hurts, and I, and I can't imagine... Yeah. 
um, you know, the uh, you know, what you're feeling. But uh, the good thing is that you see what can happen down the road in, in God's timing. And so mm-hmm. um, it's a little easier, to, well, hopefully it's a little easier to persevere with your, with your husband. Oh, it is. And, you know, I can't encourage people enough to take a look at St. Monica and her life. The one thing that uh, strikes me the most is, well, first her devotion to the Lord and her love for the Eucharist. But the love for her children and how, um, like her husband, what what she went through as a mother and a wife is amazing. What she endured, the difficulties and the challenges she had, but she always chose to find the best in her husband, which I think is just phenomenal. And I think as people living lives with alcoholics and um, just mothers or family members or children that are away from the church. We just have to continue to pray like she did and, and have that hope and that strength that St. Monica had. I find it interesting um, when St. Monica died or when she was dying, uh, what she told her, uh, St. Augustine, about where she wanted to be buried. Yeah. Yeah, and I, um, she said it. You know, for her, I can't remember the the short phrase that she used, um, that God was everywhere, so it didn't matter where she was buried. She would be known for where she was, um, that her life had been fulfilled. At that point, she was so pleased with uh, Augustine converting, and her other children, her, her her son's children, went into religious um, lives as well as Perpetua. She lived a religious life as well. So all of her prayers have been answered. And, hmm. Yeah. Yeah, reward for her faithfulness, for sure. Absolutely. Which, which is a beautiful thing. You know, we only have about a minute left here, Tammy. Do you have any recommendations on books or, or resources for our listeners to be able to learn more about St. Monica? Oh, absolutely. I just finished a book a short while ago that I would highly recommend. It's a short, easy-to-read book. It's called St. Monica, The Power of a Mother's Love. It's by Giovanni Falbo. Um, excellent. It gives a little brief history of her life and her, her faith journey and her... Um, the power of love for her children, especially Saint Augustine. Mm. So, cool. you know, I would highly recommend people to pray to Nalina, to Saint Monica, and if you're struggling with anything dealing with children or family life, she is definitely the saint to pray to, amongst others. But, yeah, absolutely. She's well, Tammy, a role model. So. Yes, yes, for sure. Thanks so much for being on with us and for sharing your story for sharing your blessings of your perseverance and how the Lord completely blessed you and yet how you prayed without the expectation that those blessings would come, how you had faith even when it was difficult and just continued to be patient with whatever the Lord wanted to do whenever he wanted to do it. I think that's an important message to take away from this. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. All right, we'll stay with us. We are heading to a break, but when we continue, 
The school year is in session, and so while there are kids heading back to public schools, private schools, Catholic schools, there are plenty of kids heading back to homeschool the homeschool year as well. We're going to talk about what it's like prepping for the homeschooling year and how we keep Christ at the center of that. Stay with us on Real Presence Live. We'll be right back. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. 